What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here, and we've got an exciting episode of Moving Forward. Nick Simmons, he's a competitive racer turned entrepreneur, a former NCAA Division III champion and two-time Olympian. He is the CEO and co-founder of RunGum, which you can find at RunGum.com. How are you today, Nick? It's an honor to have you on the show. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Well, Nick, I know you've got an amazing story. I only touched a little bit on that intro. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your career journey. Yeah, I grew up in Boise, Idaho and went to a little Division III school in Oregon. I was studying biochemistry there and had a great senior year. Mm. And graduated in 2006, I got picked up by Nike and the Oregon Track Club and moved to Eugene, Oregon, where I'm calling you from today. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. and I've been running professionally ever since, so that's 13 years now as a pro. Oh, wow. And, I mean, did you ever imagine, I mean, you, you were studying science in college. Did you imagine that your career would take you into competitive racing? No, it's actually why I went to a Division three school. Uh, I was studying to be a doctor, and I never in my wildest dreams thought I'd be a pro runner. But I just kept training hard and listened to my coach and got better and better, and then uh, kind of doubled down on the training my senior year, which led to really big improvements. Yeah. And and launched my pro career. That's awesome. And Nick, I mean, talk a little bit about how you became an entrepreneur. I think it's really cool. I mean, you were a competitive racer. You've you've really hit the pinnacle in your racing career. And then what led you to starting up RunGum? Well, a lot of it was just knowing that the average track career is about three or four years. So, you know, as I approached my fourth year, I think it was, I just, you know, I didn't feel comfortable knowing that one twisted ankle or one muscle Mm. tear could be the end of my career and the end of my earnings you know it was really scary to think about so my coach and i my business partner we started uh thinking about ways to diversify ways to to make money that wasn't dependent on my legs you know running and Mm. and then we thought about run gum and uh, it was it was a product that i needed it was a product that i had created in my mind and always dreamed of bringing to market but wasn't uh wasn't until Sam and I um, were faced with a really big obstacle of what could have been a career-ending injury that we actually decided to bring this product to market. Wow. And we did that in 2014. Yeah, that's fantastic. And for our listeners, I mean, can you explain the concept behind Run Gum? And I yeah. love that it was just an idea that came into your head. Yeah, well, so I love energy drinks. Um, that's no secret. I've, I've been a big fan of those, you know, since I first turned pro. I would drink an energy drink and just get this huge boost in energy and focus, but I'd have this heavy acidic liquid sloshing around in my stomach. Mm. And, you know, sometimes I'd have to throw it up because it was so painful in my stomach. And Ooh. I thought, why don't we just take the stimulants out of the, the drink and put them into chewing gum so that chewing gum becomes the delivery vehicle? You know, the way that Nicorette uses gum to deliver nicotine to mm-hmm. people who are trying to quit smoking, we utilize chewing gum as a delivery vehicle for people who need caffeine, taurine, and B vitamins to boost their energy and focus. And so everything uh, that you'd find in an energy drink um, is is put into this chewing gum, and you chew it for about four or five minutes, and you get this immediate boost in energy and focus without anything in your stomach to slow you down. I, I, I absolutely love it. I mean, so I've got to ask you, Nick, I mean, did you know anything about starting a, a company that uses chewing gum as its delivery method before, be- before you got into this? 
only only Nicorette, you know, and I've not I've never smoked in my life, but I saw this product that said, hey, here's a way to deliver a stimulant sublingually so that you absorb it faster. You know, sublingual absorption is much faster than gastrointestinal absorption. You know, here's a lightweight, zero calorie, sugar free way to deliver stimulants. And so when I was, you know, throwing up an energy drink and thinking there's got to be a better way. I knew what the way was. I, I knew that I knew that I just needed to find a manufacturer who could do what I wanted, create what I wanted to create. Yeah. No. And I would be remiss if I also didn't mention that uh, you also have one more race coming up in December. So can you share with our listeners what that is? Yeah, I recently retired from pro track and field uh, back in June, but I wasn't quite done running. I decided that there was only one thing left on my running bucket list, and that was to run a marathon. So I signed up for the 2017 Honolulu Marathon, and we'll be racing that on the morning of December 10th. Oh, fantastic! I mean, and what was the? Uh, I mean, what was kind of running through your mind as you decided to to sign up for this race? And uh, you know, what kind of, you know, as someone who has had such a robust career in competitive racing, I mean, how do you feel as you're approaching this one final race? I just excited. I would say, you know, it, it really rounds off 20 years of competitive running. I started running cross country when I was. 13 years old and you know it's taken me around the world to two olympic games um ultimately the 800 ended up being my best event but you know i want to get back to that kid that just loves going out for a run that loves yeah. distance running. And this is my chance to do that to kind of come full circle and fall in love with distance running again you know not beating myself up on the track not racing against anybody else just going out and running because i love to run and, and you know doing that in beautiful honolulu sounds like a pretty yeah, good trip not a bad way to not a bad uh, race to be running especially in december so that's absolutely fantastic well nick i mean as you know i mean part of any journey whether you're a pro athlete or especially if you're an entrepreneur sometimes you're going to face setbacks sometimes you're going to have what i i mean i'm going to use the f word sometimes you're going to fail or you'll have those moments when things just fall feel like they fall apart i mean have you had one of those and can you share with our listeners a time where you felt that the biggest the most the biggest obstacle i've ever faced was in 2014 and i was ranked number two in the world with a silver medal around my neck at the end of 13 so 14 was going to be a big year for me and i trained hard for it and i ended up tearing a, a ligament in my knee mm. I had what's called an avulsion fracture um it's where the, the tendon actually pulls off ligament pulls off i believe um at any rate, it, the doctor said I couldn't run for three to six months. And so that was the end of my season. And I saw, you know, slipped into a pretty deep depression knowing mm. that I wasn't going to be able to realize the potential of that season. Yeah. And it was only through that depression that I realized I needed to find a new, a new sense of purpose each day. And that's why we created RunGum. You know, I'd had the idea for RunGum for several years, but I'd never really had the time or energy to bring it to market so i woke up one day in may and talked to my coach and we just looked at each other we said well now that i don't have to run for three to six months let's bring run gum to market and it was a scary thing to do especially you know here i am losing out missing out on tens or hundreds of thousands of of, of earnings because i can't race and instead of making the money i'm going to spend a whole bunch of money to bring a product to market yeah so you know if we're talking like a half million dollar swing over a course of a summer and it was the scariest thing i've ever done but ultimately ended up being the best thing that i've ever done absolutely and and nick i'm so glad you're bringing this up i mean did you ever i mean i know you talked about not picturing yourself become a a competitive professional racer but did it ever enter your mind as you were growing up that you would become an entrepreneur 
No, I really thought I'd be a doctor. I come from a long, long line of doctors. Uh, I would have been a fourth generation surgeon. And that's all I thought about basically until I popped a big race at the end of um, college. You know, I ran uh, to place second at U.S. championships. I mean, overnight I went from, okay, I'm a doctor. I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to be a professional runner. Yeah. And that change happened in a matter of days. So uh, then I just was taking it one year at a time and then woke up at 33 <laughs> as a run as a running entrepreneur rather than a doctor. So yeah. I don't know. I, I'm really grateful that this is the way my life unfolded. I think I would have been a pretty miserable doctor. Mm. I think I am a, a very good entrepreneur. Yeah. So it, it's funny how things unfold. I never would have dreamed that business would have, would have given my, my life a sense of passion and purpose. But uh, every day I wake up and I just think how lucky I am to have this business, I, you know, with these great employees, a great product. And um, I tell my team, you know, Monday's my favorite day of the week. And I, I don't know if it. they believe it or not, but I really, really love coming in here every Monday. Yeah. And that's how you know you really have chosen the right path for your life. I absolutely love it. But Nick, I've got to ask you, I mean, because these were unexpected twists and turns, I mean, that's part of the journey of life. Was there a particular moment that you remember when you the light bulb went off i mean you talked about how scary it was to transition from uh you know being a competitive racer being injured and then making that entrepreneurial leap i mean was there a, a specific moment that you recall where you realize okay i'm gonna do this i'm actually going to invest the time the energy and the money to start a business it was really back in 2009 run comes the third business that i've been a part of oh wow uh, so, you know, whether it's incorporating Nick Simmons LLC, you know, taking my running business, not just from a cute little, you know, I don't want to use the word startup, it's too entrepreneurial, but taking my running business from an kind of semi-pro focus to a really professional marketing machine when I incorporated or uh, founding Gold Medal LLC with my coach in 2009 as an umbrella company for the other, you know, entrepreneur endeavors that we were tackling, Um I, I knew in my mid-20s that my running was going to come to an end at some point in the next decade, and that's when I really started diversifying. Yeah, I absolutely love it. And I also have to ask, I mean, as an athlete, I mean, I think there is such a connection between being competitive in sports, being an athlete, and being an entrepreneur. I mean, what do you think is the is the biggest quality you take from your career as a pro athlete that has really helped you and served you as an entrepreneur? It really comes down to perseverance, and I, I know it might be cliche to say it, but the difference between successful people and unsuccessful piece of people is just perseverance. Yeah, um, It's just that simple, and it's why, it's why it does sound cliche because every successful person will say that. Um, obstacles are going to pop up in your life no matter what you're doing, and the people who persevere and find a way around those obstacles are the ones that will be successful. We've already had, in just two and a half years, 10 different obstacles that could have ended this company. Wow. And that, and I, I think any startup will tell you the same thing. Yeah. And Sam and I, my business partner, we just sit down and we calmly try to figure a way out of that problem. And yeah. so far we've been able to, you know, and the same thing with running, you know, in, from injuries to lack of funding and, you know, struggling with, with egos. I mean, <laughs> there's a dozen things that could, could derail a running career, but if you have the right people around you and you trust them and you just persevere, you, you know, the right team will figure the way out of those of those problems. Yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, the combination of having that mindset of perseverance and also I'm, I'm glad you're mentioning, I mean, having the right team, having the right partners. So oh, yeah. important. I mean, so can you share just a little bit about how you and Sam ended up in the business partnership together? Yeah, he was he was my mentor and coach during my college years and early 20s. And I 
just said, hey, coach, you know, I, I see how successful you are in everything you do. I want to learn from you. And in 2009, we created Gold Medal LLC, which was going to be kind of like an, the umbrella corporation that handled all of our entrepreneurial works. Um, and we, he named it Gold Medal LLC. He said, we're still going to keep striving for that gold medal on the track. But if you never win a gold medal, then hopefully this business is what takes care of you and your family for mm. the rest of your life. Yeah. And so um, I'm glad we did. I never ended up winning the gold medal. The best I did was a world silver in 2013. But uh, Gold Medal LLC has has gone on to do some pretty special things off the track. Yeah, sounds like I mean you're you're reaching for the gold and achieving that gold in the entrepreneurial world, and I absolutely love it. Well, Nick, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? Let's do it. All right, I'm excited to ask you. I mean, as someone who's been an athlete, and as someone who's been competitive, and as someone who has that entrepreneurial mindset and grit, I'm excited to ask you these questions. So. If you have one, do you have a favorite media resource? And a media resource can be a movie, book, song, or it could be a cultural experience. Pick one and share with our listeners how it inspired you to move forward. The 90% of the media I, I consume, it comes from Vice. Uh, they have created this network, it's media network, um, from HBO to YouTube and, and their print publications. And what I like about Vice is that it puts all of my problems in perspective, you know, mm. we have problems with training and run gum, but you know, they open, they open my eyes up to how the average, not the average person, but how the rest of the world lives. Yeah. Um, and you just understand that there's 7.5 billion people on this earth and everybody has their own problems and mine are pretty insignificant compared to a lot of other people's. Yeah. And for our listeners who may not be familiar, just give a little synopsis of what vice is. Uh, Vice is a media conglomerate. I think they're based out of New York. And basically what they do is is these little vignettes on current events. And I think they, they talk about politics and, you know, pop culture. And they do, a, they do a really great job of reporting on all kinds of different subjects. But it's always very thought-provoking, whether it's, you know, war or politics or tech. Um, when they create something... Uh, it, it's a very fair and unbiased view. Mm -hmm. And I like that in this, in the, in our world of, uh, very biased news media. I, I really appreciate when I am able to get some news that seems to be unbiased and vice does a good job of that. I, I think Bloomberg does an okay job of that. Um, I like watching, um, wired's YouTube channel. Those yeah. are the kind of things that I'm consuming currently. Oh, fantastic. Well, Nick, I'm excited to ask you, I mean, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, have you discovered a particular app, website, or productivity practice that's been a real game changer for you and your business? Yeah, boy, there's a lot. Um, when, we've, when we launched RunGum, I was living in Seattle. My business partner was living in Salem. Uh, our, our head of sales was living in LA. Wow. And our COO was living in Eugene. And for 18 months, that's how we conducted that startup. And we used a lot of um, video conferencing apps, uh, Zoom, mm -hmm. Appear, and GoToMeeting, Skype. And those, those were, without that, I honestly don't know how we would have survived those first 18 months. Being able to actually see each other face-to-face, -face, meet as though we're sitting at a conference table is what allowed us to, uh, to get this business off the ground in such unusual circumstances yeah those are great chairs and i i have to uh ask i mean were you guys uh, you know doing simply audio connection or were you utilizing the video connection so you could see each other face to face tried to use video as much as we could if someone had a bad connection we'd throw them off video and just put them on audio but you know i i, I 
I said about two years into this, I said, this is not how a business is, should be run. And I kind of made a push to get everybody into Eugene. So I, I, I led by example and moved from Seattle down to Eugene. And um, my, my business partner comes down once or twice a week. And, my, uh, and, and our, his daughter, our account manager who lives in L.A., um, she agreed to come up for a week a month. So you know, having everybody in the same building sitting around the same table, sharing ideas. It's, it's an important part of building a business. Absolutely. And what I love about the share, though, is it started with video conferencing, and then you were able to identify, well, listen, it will be more beneficial if we're able to meet in person. So I love that you're sharing both sides of the technology. So fantastic. Well, Nick, I'm excited to ask you, I mean, we all have those moments where you feel like you hit a wall or a roadblock. How do you recharge your batteries or reboot? I go fishing. Oh, <laughs> I wow. absolutely love fishing and Sometimes it gets in the way of the business because I, I duck out early and I need to just get on the river. But yeah. uh, I use fishing to meditate. I use it as a, a way to be stimulated. I use it for travel purposes. I mean, if I'm not working, then chances are I'm out fishing. Uh, I absolutely love it. And I'm assuming you, you shut everything off when you're on the boat. I try to. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> now that we're vlogging and, and creating adventure films for our YouTube channel. Like, oh, wow it starts to, to leak in, but I still take days where I just go out and fish and don't bring a cell phone or camera or anything with yeah. me. Hey, moving forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out audible and Amazon prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Nick, are you ready to do a little time travel? Sure. All right. We're going to step into our time machine, and we're going to go back in time. You're going to visit your past self and pick a time in which you were going through a difficult moment. Maybe it was when you had that injury, or maybe it was another time in your life. And speaking to your past self, what is one piece of advice or tip or lesson that you would like to pass on that would have been really helpful for you at that moment? I'd, I'd just tell my younger self to chill out. I mean, in college, I was a big ball of stress. And I was so worried that I wouldn't be successful. I was so worried that I'd never be a doctor or that I'd never find something that I was good at. And, you know, I ended up being good at a lot of things because I learned, again, about perseverance. And yeah. I wish I could just go back and be like, calm down and just enjoy college because you're going to be just fine. <laughs> I wish I would have had that advice as well. Well, here's the flip side though, Nick. How would your younger self in college have responded to that advice? I would have just laughed at my current self and called him an old guy because I had a lot of old guys and old women telling me that I was going to be successful that, oh, you just have the characteristics of people that are going to be successful. And it just sounded like uh, word service. And, yeah. and until you actually do it and prove to yourself that you can do it, you don't really have that peace of mind. And so, um, you know, 21 year old Nick was a big ball of nerves and stress wanting to prove that, that he was good at stuff. And, and it's, it might be because I had that constant feeling of wanting to prove myself that I ended up proving myself. So I, I understand that there's definitely that, that aspect to it. Yeah. And I really appreciate your candor. Well, Nick, how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing? Yeah, I'm on social at Nick Simmons, Simmons, S-Y-M-M-O-N-D-S. And you can follow Run Gum on social also just at Run Gum. And you can buy Run Gum on Amazon at RunGum.com or at uh, over 500 stores throughout the United States. Oh, fantastic. We'll have all of that on the write-up. Well, Nick, I would love for you to close out the show. So using no more than three to five words, what parting wisdom would you like to pass on to Moving Forward listeners? 
Whoa, that's a tough one. Uh, three to five words. Exercise every day. Ah, I love it. Exercise. The best advice every I can day. give any human being. Just yeah. get out. It doesn't have to be running. It could be biking or swimming or walking. But the I think the best thing a human being can do for every aspect of their mind and soul and body is just get out and do some exercise every day. Oh, I love it. Well, Nick, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your super super busy schedule to join us today to share your story and your knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Thanks for having me. That was great. And moving forward, listeners, check it out one more time, bemovingforward.com. Follow us on social at bemovingforward and join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.